Welcome to episode 130 of Telepractice Today with Kim Dutro-Allen and Dr. Todd Houston. Hi everyone, this is Todd Houston. I just wanted to mention that today's episode is one of our legacy interviews, and the person we interviewed was Abby Hickling from over at GoGo Speech, who's doing such a great job with green screens as well as other content. So please check out GoGo Speech, but also check out this interview with Abby Hickling. The reason we're re-airing this one is that Kim and I were attending the ASHA convention uh, this past week, so we didn't have the opportunity to record a new episode, but we have some new interviews lined up, and I think you're going to enjoy them. So to all of you, uh, this should air on Thanksgiving week, so if you celebrate Thanksgiving, I wish you the very happiest and and most relaxing Thanksgiving that you can possibly have. And we'll be back next week with another episode. So here's Abby Hickling from GoGo Speech. Okay, welcome, Abby, to the podcast. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell us how you got involved with telepractice? Hi, yes. So um, I'm Abby Hickling, and um, I do go-go speech. Um, So I was doing telepractice for a little while, um, for I guess over a year now. Um, Now, I was working with a teletherapy company first, but um, I also started my own practice. So um, my practice was hybrid, but most of my kids were face-to-face, and um, as that started to grow... um, I was doing more private therapy sessions. Um, And then when COVID hit, I also, I had that teletherapy experience already, but it was still such a struggle because I took all of my face-to-face kids and it was such an immediate shift to online therapy with them. And, you know, I think originally I thought that was going to be easy because I had this experience with teletherapy, but these are kids who we're so used to playing in sessions. They were so used to that relationship that we had, that connection, um, which I just saw dwindle when we started doing online sessions. And it was awful. Um, You know, I want that connection with these kids and I want them to improve. And I feel like, you know, you need that connection to really see progress with your kids. So I've I've always felt that way, that the, the connection and the relationship really just drives therapy. And have you uh, seen any issues with forming those relationships now uh, during telepractice or more of a virtual setting? Um, So, no, actually. So, you know, once I started creating these activities, um, I now use them with all of my kids and their engagement levels are, I feel like they're better than ever now. Um, They do not want sessions to end when before they were so bored and, you know, they didn't understand, I think, you know, they saw me as, as a little, um, a little picture in the top of the screen, but they didn't understand, you know, I wanted them to tell me what to click or um, answer my questions, but there was nothing really drawing them in. And, you know, that piece was truly missing before I started creating these activities. And, um, you know, then I started to see those engagement levels just skyrocket. 
Um, so that was just such an awesome thing. And now, you know, the families are so involved. The kids are just glued to the activities. They're, they're, they're interacting with me the whole way through the session. So it, it's been a huge improvement. So. so for those that aren't familiar with GoGo Speech, tell us about um, what activities you've been creating and how people have been using them. Yeah, so we've been creating these super interactive, super engaging activities, um, and they're one resource activities that you can use with all of your kids, uh, which has been, you know, such a huge thing because, you know, even, you know, before these activities, I was I was finding some, some things I wanted to use with each of my kids online, and then I would lose them because they're digital, and so, um, you know, I was having a hard time piecing those things together, and it was hard. Um, so I wanted to create something that could be used with your whole caseload and be able to tailor it to each of your kids' goals, um, which I think is super important. Um, you know, you want to be able to use it in a group. A lot of people are using um, are using activities with kids who are virtual and also at the same time with kids who are in person at a table sitting next to you. Um, and it's just, it's hard to find resources that really work, that are so versatile that you can use in so many different settings and, and use different delivery methods and everything. So, um, so yeah, so I've been creating these activities and um, they were working really well for my kids and I just wanted to share them. And I thought maybe I could help a couple other SLPs. Um, so that's, that's really grown a lot um, since I started and I'm, I'm helping a little more than just a couple other SLPs, um, seeing awesome results from thousands of SLPs around the world. And we just started doing this about eight weeks ago, um, really started sharing these activities. So it's been a really, really cool journey so far. And I know a lot of them are green screen activities. Are they all, is that all the ones that you've done? Are they green, the green screen based activities? Yes. So, you know, I initially intended for them to be green screen activities, yeah. which is what they are. Um, and I think that's probably the best way to present them as because, you know, I, I really believe in being the big picture on the screen. You want you want the kids interacting with you. Mm -hmm. You don't you know, you don't need them clicking anything or um, you don't want them so engaged in a game, but not caring about about you. You know, we want them talking. We want them using those social skills. Um, we need their engagement in, in us. So, um, you know, that's, that's been huge, but a lot of SLPs are also using it as just, um, you know, a, a story or a presentation. They might screen share it. A lot of people are reaching out saying they're doing that and still getting awesome results. So, um, you know, whatever works for you, whatever, whatever method you're using, um, you know, I still think it can work for you and, you know, you can, you can still see a lot of progress and, and still use it as that one resource activity that's so versatile. Yeah. What I like about them too, is I've noticed, especially with my articulation kids, as soon as I screen share, then I get the little picture of them and they get the little picture of me. And then I sometimes can't see very well what they're saying and how they're saying it. And if their tongue's in the right place and it's hard to switch back and forth between those two views, you know, to get that bigger view of their mouth and things like that. So I love that you can 
be in the screen and still have an activity and still have something engaging, but to have both of you be the main thing that's on the screen. So that's really neat. Any tricks and tips for just green screen in general for those that are new to that? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of SLPs think uh, it's a lot harder than it actually is. I think sometimes it might sound scary because it's it's a new technology. However, I think it's it's super easy to get started. And my biggest recommendation is to just jump into it because it's you're gonna you're gonna figure it out. You are going to get great engagement. Your kids are going to love it no matter what. And, you know, I've I've actually had a lot of SLPs reach out saying, you know, they just decided to just try it in their session that day. And it was amazing. And they, they would say that they made all these mistakes, but that made the session even funnier. The kids thought it was hilarious when they made a mistake. So it's okay to make mistakes. Um, And, you know, I I just, I really, I, I really just really encourage people to just, leap into it because it is going to make a world of a a world of a difference in your sessions. It really is. Well, I've talked to my, my other hat is where is, is being on faculty at the university of Akron, but I talked to my graduate students about the green screens. Of course, they're, they're excited to get more and more into it and do that, you know, with telepractice. And I said, you know, probably the closest thing I can sort of describe it as, as you're working in telepractice is Blue's Clues. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a reference that they all have, you know. It's My husband and I just watched a Blue's Clues episode the other night to kind of get some more ideas. <laughs> but <laughs> it's very similar. And it's great because that, that draws those kids in. You need their engagement, you know. You need their attention. And, you know, when they can be so involved in the story, they can be so involved in the game that's what you want. That's where you're going to see the progress. That's where you're going to see the results at the end of the session. You're it. That's, that's what it is. So. So what, what are the challenges for creating? I mean, um, not to give away all the secrets, but what are the challenges for creating a, a scene that can be used in, in a green screen setting or picture? Um. So I, now I, so as far as as uh, designing it so that you can fit in the screen or illustrating, yeah. Well, yeah. So you know, I always try to make sure that that there's a place for me to be. You know, I I don't want I don't want to put something right in the middle if I'm not able to move to the side a little bit. Um, but yeah, you know, I I think it, it, it's fairly easy to to place things, um, but the the problem is, you know, being able to uh, have an activity that flows so smoothly from background to background. Um, so, you know, that's where I started creating my own illustrations. And, you know, that's, that's, a, that's evolved a lot. And um, now I, I find myself spending between 50 to 80 hours a week on top of other stuff I do um, to create them, which has been, you know, amazing. Um, but there is a ton of work that goes into it, of course. Um, but it, it is, it has been the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. Um, and, you know, being able to access so many SLPs and, you know, I'm, I'm reaching so many SLPs and not just SLPs, other professionals too, doing right. digital learning. Um you know, being able to see the results that they're getting, reaching their kids on their caseload, it's just been such a cool experience. 
It's been awesome. So I, I see the scene that you have behind you now. And for our listeners who can't see it, you have uh, looking at the screen, uh, Abby's in kind of the middle. On her right or on my left is a, I guess, squirrel with a very large, you know, he's he's put in all of his nuts <laughs> into, uh, or acorns, whatever you want to do, into his mouth. So yep. his, his cheeks are bulging. And then behind Abby is a picnic basket on a, looks like a, a, a picnic uh, cloth. You know, ta- uh, is that right? Yeah. And then a you know beautiful tree in the background. So you have this sort of fall picnic scene with a squirrel off to the side. Is that accurate way to do Yeah. I mean, I, I call him a chipmunk. It's called chomping chipmunk, but that's okay. We change it to squirrel for kids working on the S sound. So <laughs> a, a trans uh, species. <laughs> Some kind of rodent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Squirrel chipmunk kind of thing there. So yep. <laughs> as you would do a lesson there, <clears throat> with this background, you could put things in the basket and take things out of the basket and that mm-hmm. the real objects that, so when you put your hand in, it goes away. Yep. And I'm reaching around and then I can pull up right. the food item, Yeah, but he's on my back. <laughs> <laughs> so I have him jump around. So, so Abby has just pulled up out of the basket, uh, a banana split kind of dish, ice cream with acorns. So now the chipmunk slash squirrel is now right on top of her <laughs> trying to steal everything. He is. So I can tell this is, you know, just going to be really, really engaging for kids to see all this happening in front of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And every time, every time they talk about it, we're getting more and more language from these kids and the chipmunk comes closer. So, you know, everything that they do in this activity, um, you know, there, there's some kind of effect that happens after. So um, it just keeps them so drawn in. They just want to keep going. They, they don't want it to stop. And, and they're so sad when the session's over, because a lot of times, you know, these activities that we're creating, they last over several sessions. Sure. Um, I mean, this this one lasts probably three or four sessions with my kids, um, and they love to to go back and review what we already did, what the chipmunk already ate, um, and you know what. Let's see what else we can pull out for the chipmunk today, and how many acorns can he fit in his mouth, you know, before something happens. So. Mm. Because there's a surprise at the end too, which is you know another component to our activities. Um, a lot of times there are whether there's one big surprise at the end or surprises along the way. So you know, here I'm stuck in a I'm stuck in a pile of acorns here. His cheeks um, have exploded, and, just, and you're covered in acorns. Cheeks. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you you use your best acting skills and. <laughs> You scream when those acorns come out and the kids just go crazy over it. Um, So it's just, you know, being able to add that element of surprise to our sessions has, it's just been, it's been amazing. And the kids, the kids just love it and their families. And, you know, I have so many people saying that the parents are there they have their aunts and uncles <laughs> watching like the other siblings it's, it's are the playing too show. With you. 
it's so funny, but they want to see it, you know? So sometimes I think that my parents invite people over to watch this. <laughs> Start charging at the door or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's just so engaging. And, and like I said, the, the results from the session, I mean, I get more trials Great. than ever using these. The kids yes. want to talk to you and that's what we want. We need them to talk to us. We don't want to make it forced. We can't make it something like they need to talk to us. No, we want them to want to talk to us. And this is how to do that. So it's been working so well. And, you know, I, I just love sharing it with everyone and seeing the results that they're So you've got the chipmunk one. I also saw for Halloween, you did a little like whack-a-mole with monsters. That was Mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. So the, the wacka activities have been a huge hit. Um, and the Halloween one people are still using because it's not totally right. Halloween specific. They're monsters dressed up as different characters. So um, they love that, using your paper towel roll and whacking them um, <laughs> to make them go back in their hole. Um, so I've got uh, the turkey table I released last week. Um, so a, a little Thanksgiving theme there, but a similar idea where... Um, the turkeys will just pop out of their holes and you have to whack them to get rid of them. Um, but the kids are just going crazy over these activities. So, you know, we're going to keep these, these whacking <laughs> activities going. And, um, you know, it's a surprise every time a new character pops out, you know, they don't know what's going to come out. So um, they just, they just want to keep going. Um, and it, it's just awesome for engagement. It just really is. So, yep. And I do yeah. love on your Instagram, you have great videos too of how you use them and showing how you use them. And I get so many ideas from that too, because I feel like sometimes when I get a resource from online, I'm like, well, this is nice, but I can't think of how to use it. And you do such a great job of giving examples and showing your personality and your excitedness of, um, of how you work with the kids. So anyone who's looking at your activity should also follow you on Instagram to see those. Yes. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I, I think it's so important to really, I love making those videos. Um, you know, it, it, it adds more to the process of releasing something, but I think it's so important. And, you know, like you said, it gives you some more ideas and, you know, I, I expect other professionals to come up with a million more ideas than the ones that I include in the video. But I think, you know, it, it, gives them that little spark to, to kind of expand upon what they initially see in the activity, uh, which I think is really cool about it. Um, so Abby, tell us um, how people could use this if they are in that kind of world where they're half online and half in person. Is this something that they could still use? Yes, definitely. I have a lot of SLPs using it in person right now and other other educators and other professionals are using it on smart boards. They're using it on iPads, sharing it with their kids in person. So, you know, having these resources to use, you can use it in person. And then if you have to switch to teletherapy the next week, then you can just use it in teletherapy. So it's really awesome for this hybrid approach, which I think is going to last for a, a very long time. But, you know, I think we're always going to have some sort of hybrid learning approach um, existing, um, you know, ever since this pandemic started. So um, to be able to jump back and forth using the same resources, the same activities, and, you know, not have to scramble to find something that works for your kids, I think is really valuable. And when they download it, it comes as either, you can do PowerPoint or image, right? 
Yes. Yep. Yeah. So you'll have the PowerPoint version if you want to just use that and and share it on your iPad with your kids or screen share it. Um, and there's actually a an option in Zoom too to use uh, PowerPoint as a virtual background. Um, mm-hmm. So you you can use that option. Um, and then the images are for if you want to upload that to your virtual background settings in Zoom, then you can share it that way as well. But yeah, so you know there's a there's a bunch of different delivery methods that you can use, um, whether you're face-to-face or virtual. So Abby, if uh, someone wanted to reach out to you and get more information or maybe to purchase any of the materials that you have, is it simply going to GoGo Speech? Is that it? Yeah. So, you know, you can subscribe to our, our website and that's where we've been pushing out our activities all of our activities have been released for free so far, um, and we are working on some things, and we're going to expand a little bit and have some free content and paid content as well moving forward, and um, we're just hoping to keep this going and uh, make this something that that we just continue to do for a long time because it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm merging my love for art and my love for speech, and it's just been absolutely incredible and you know, I'm just getting some amazing feedback and it's, it's something I definitely want to continue doing. Awesome. So your website, you want to sort of do a a shout out about that? Yeah. So you can go to www.gogospeech.com to subscribe. Uh, Definitely join our mailing list. That's where we send out our activities. You want to have access to those activities. Um, But you can also, you know, contact me at contact at gogospeech.com. Um, or you can shoot me an Instagram message, um, find me on Facebook. And, you know, I try to respond to every single message that I get daily. So, um, you know, definitely reach out to me if you have any questions, even if it's just if you think that, you know, you don't know how to set up the green screen. And, you know, I'll try to give you the simple steps to to get you started because I really I, I'm really passionate about it. And I, I feel like, you know, it's really going to change. It's going to change your sessions. It, so. Everyone's going to be a future Blues Clues um, (laughs) audition again. Their own versions. Mm -hmm. But it really is is fascinating and engaging. And I just, you know, your your excitement uh, is really just uh, infectious. So I I really appreciate, we both appreciate you coming on and and sharing all of this. Uh, And I just wish you continued success in everything that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on your podcast today. It's awesome. Right. Yeah. And the fact that you're doing it for free when it's that much work for you is just amazing. And we hope that we can find ways to support you financially or otherwise in the future. <laughs> and let us know. Come back on and tell us when you've got some new products and things. And we'd love to point people your way again in the future. That would be awesome. Thank you so much. That sounds great. So that was Abby Hickling from my previous interview that we've done with her. If you haven't checked out GoGo Speech, I encourage you to do that. And if you're thinking about adding green screens to your practice and uh, to your telepractice, then certainly Abby and GoGo Speech would be uh, one of those places you can turn to for resources and to uh, just get uh, your answers that you need to make it all happen. Uh, So Abby's a wonderful person, and 
I'm sure she'll be very, very happy to work with you. And thank you again for listening to this episode. Kim and I were at the convention, the ASHA convention in New Orleans. That's why we're re-airing this episode. But we will be back with a new episode next week. And because this is uh, a holiday week, happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful and relaxing time with your family. And we will be back next week. And with that, be safe and be kind. This has been a production of the 3C Digital Media Network.